it hurts. Yikes. Hey everyone, welcome. We're so glad to be with you today. My name is Tina Pavey. I am here with my good friend and colleague, the one and only Wendy Herberg. Hey, Wendy. Hello, Tina. Hello, everybody out there. Hey, so, you know, Wendy and I have been friends for a long time and we're going to get to our introductions here in a second, but the one, we, we have coffee a lot. We drink mm-hmm. a lot of coffee lots together. Of coffee. Lots of coffee, lots of truth, painful truth conversation sometimes. Mm-hmm. But the one thing we thought is, you know what the world needs? One more podcast. One more. It's lacking. Absolutely. There is, there is a, a, a void. Mm-hmm. There's of, not enough information. There is not. Getting to you. There mm-hmm. is not. But we're really excited because this podcast, we're going to get into the, the meat a little bit here in a second. Uh, we're hoping to kind of talk about the truth of culture and everything that's going on, but maybe with a little different spin than what you're used to. So, But let's start off with introductions. So, Wendy... Why don't you go first? Explain to our our faithful listeners of this pilot podcast. (laughs) Yes, who we are. That's important. So just a little background on me and the lens that I look through. So I grew up in a pastor's home. So that is my background. Um, I uh, went uh, to nursing school in college and got... A degree in that and then ended up moving on from that to go to seminary and get a master's in counseling and then after that um, became a pastor so God kind of pulled all those life experiences and education together um, to kind of form what I'm doing now as a pastor and counselor and life coach and mentor and all those fun things. So yeah. And who knows what's next for you? Wendy's hobby like some people knit some people are athletic and play sports. Wendy goes to school. That I'm a nerd. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, self-proclaimed nerd. I wouldn't so, call you that. That's very kind, but true. I am <laughs> I am a nerd, and it's okay. I proudly wear my nerdiness. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Being nerdy yeah. is cool. It is cool. Yeah. I say it's cool. It is. To all you nerds out there, loving you. <laughs> yep. I feel loved right now. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, so I'm Tina Pavey. Um, gosh, how to start my story. I actually grew up in Northwest Indiana, Valparaiso, to all the region rats out there. Um, Yeah, I ended up uh, in psychology, worked in a psychiatric hospital for a stretch, got my degree from Ball State, uh, did a, it was such a weird journey for me of stay-at-home momming and working in preschools, and the next thing you know, I'm working for a church, (laughs) getting ordained. (laughs) Which is so weird. So 2018, I was ordained in the Assemblies of God. And 2019, wow, was it really that close together? Um, 2019, there's a day off there. But anyway, I got my master's in psych from Indiana Wesleyan. And uh, that's been fun. So it's been positive psychology, life coaching, um, which is super practical in ministry mm-hmm. just absolutely you know how the lord made the brain and made us emotional so that's been super fun like merging the psych world and faith together so that's been super cool i've been on staff at life church um mostly at the fishers campus for going on 13 years mm-hmm. i know i aged myself right there 
But uh, that's been super fun. So I've been an associate pastor, help with pulpit supply, but most of my work's been with kids and teens and young adults. So that's been super fun. Still doing that, having a ball. I've got a great team. So Wendy, I think we should explain how we met because it's really kind of a funny. (laughs) It is kind of funny. Because it's kind of why this podcast makes sense. It does. So why why don't you go ahead and start that story? Well, correct me if I don't remember, you know, because I've slept a few times since we met the first time. Um, But we were gathering, um, there were a group of pastors in Fisher's Pastors, right, Mm -hmm. Um, that were getting together to discuss um, resources and just coming together to address um, the needs of our community regarding mental health. And so... Faith-based... Faith-based mental health health initiative or something like that. There you go. Mm -hmm. The official to see, you're going to fill in the details for me. I'm giving the overview. (laughs) Um, So we came together, and Tina and I actually just sat next to each other one day and, you know, struck up a conversation. And then I don't even know how it went from there. I don't remember not talking after that. I know. We just... Started. I remember us sitting there, like I can visualize it right now, us sitting next to each other at right. the big squ- rectangle, you know, tables that everybody was around. And yeah, we were like, we clicked. Yeah. I think we had a brief conversation and it was just enough where it's like, oh, like we're on the same page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we see the world the same. I yes. knew that in like 30 seconds yep. of a brief conversation. Usually I find we're agreeing when we think things aren't right. <laughs> like, True. Did you hear that? True. Did that <laughs> seem off to you? Did that rub you the wrong way? Yes, it did. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. And I think it was just, Hey, we should grab coffee and chat. And then you said you were interested in really getting into life coaching more. And you're like, I need a Guinea pig. And I'm like, <laughs> free life coaching. <laughs> Count me in. And so that kind of started the ongoing mm-hmm. gallons of coffee that we've consumed yes. together since then. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's been a real treat. And I think one of the biggest blessings for me is when it kind of crossed over from Wendy's my life coach to mm-hmm. Wendy's my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it became just this ironing, sharpening iron, yep. ironing, sharpening iron, iron, sharpening iron. Sharpening. iron. I knew what you meant. Thank Everybody you. knew what you meant. That's right. Because yes. we believe in truth. That's so right. You, you got me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that's just kind of where it mm-hmm. snowballed from there. And then we talked about opening up a coffee shop once. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Coffee shop where you could come in and share whatever was on your heart and mind. And not only would we serve coffee, but we would serve baked goods because that always makes everything better. <laughs> and so right. over coffee and baked goods, you could just spill it and we would share our feedback. But we talked about tables that were designed based on your need that day. Yes. So if you needed some hard truth, Mm -hmm. you would go over sit at Mm -hmm. this table. If you needed to cry and Mm -hmm. a soft person. We got some tissues and some muffins (laughs) at that table for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I think one of the things that kind of connected us is the similar, I don't know how to say it, like you're, you're a licensed therapist. So mm-hmm. we believe in therapy and mm-hmm. feelings and emotion Absolutely. and trauma and hurt and forgiveness, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And we would never minimize that. Mm-hmm. But I think, and maybe you can get into this when we talk about life coaching and therapy, how mm-hmm. they're different. Right. There's something about life coaching that we have in common, which is kind of like, yeah, 
all that kind of happened. Now let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we are moving forward. Yes. Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah. 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 So why don't you talk a little bit about that? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, before you do, mm-hmm. you were on a podcast with my friend Deb and I. Yes. In 2020. Before, dun, dun, dun. before it all happened. <laughs> before the podcast world exploded. exploded. Yes. We were an unknown podcast. Yeah. On a yeah. little Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we did one. So and we are veterans. Ca- we were canceled. Yeah. Was we canceled. Were canceled. <laughs> that was pretty quick for us. It was over pretty quickly. It came and it went. It died so fast. Yeah. Anyway, so why don't you talk about, um, you know, when we talk about what to expect, like what we're going to talk about, Yeah. some of that is because of our lens of really loving life coaching. Not mm-hmm. that we don't see value in therapy. You right. are a therapist. Yep. But can you kind of like dig in that mm-hmm. a little bit? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So counseling, I've been a therapist for counselor for over 20 years and Yes, find great value in that. And that has been um, incredibly rewarding, seeing tons of life change and healing occur in the counseling room, which has been amazing and such a gift. Um, And I've learned from people I've met with, you know, obviously the counselor does a good deal of work, but just learning from the people that are in the room with you is just incredible and life-changing. And so that I had the privilege to share that time with all those clients is amazing. Um, but a few years ago, right around the time that we had met, I'd ended my certification in life coaching and was again, wanting to practice on someone. So (laughs) Tina was very gracious to be my guinea pig, but, um, really how I explain the biggest difference between counseling and life coaching is counseling is really looking at past to present and life coaching is present to forward. Mm -hmm. And so, um, if you're wanting to dig deep into your past and maybe heal traumas or things that, um, need to be revisited, that would be more of a counseling situation. Uh, life coaching is really more, I'm, I'm here and I'm stable and I'm in good shape, but I want to be over here. So I want to get from point A to B in a certain Mm -hmm. period of time. And I want very specific goals and I want someone to kind of kick me in the rear along the way. I need accountability. I need someone to ask me good questions and what are the barriers and where, you know, where am I stuck and, um, and then meet on a regular basis to kind of move the ball down the court. And so that is super fun and motivating and helping people reach their goals um, in very specific periods of time is, is incredible. So yeah, so yeah I enjoy, enjoy both counseling and life coaching for different reasons, but really enjoying the life coaching in this season. Yeah. I never tried like really getting into therapy. I mean, I worked at the psychiatric hospital for a while, so there was a lot of like one-on-one mm-hmm. stuff. I just was afraid I would not be patient. Mm. Honestly, like mm-hmm. life coaching really kind of suits me. I'm more like a, not in an insensitive way. Like I feel like there's a time where you have to sit and hurt and you have mm-hmm. to heal and you have to go back and you have to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um, totally on board with that. My particular personality is kind of like, uh, time to suck it up. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, let's move on. We got things to do. But I am, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping, I'm going to sidetrack here. I'm really hoping to do one maybe with David Bell and mm, um, dig into some Enneagram stuff. Because a lot of that is our Enneagram mm-hmm. personalities mm-hmm. or DISC or wherever you want to put it. Yeah. Um, just kind of how we're wired. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think for me, when I did the um, study at Indiana Wesleyan, uh, I loved the positive psychology mm-hmm. that's new. Uh, Martin Seligman, who I was, I don't know if he still is, the president of the APA, um, 
really brought out the idea that part of the problem in the mental health world is always focusing on the brokenness. And I loved his emphasis on let's look at what works mm-hmm. and build. Yeah, leverage that. Build on the strengths. I mean, similar to like Strengths Finder. Like yep. it's not exactly brand new, but he did come up. I mean, actually, there's a formula for happiness, right? Perma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just found that really intriguing. Like mm-hmm. that's a good focus. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know we have to do that hard stuff where it hurts, but we can also there's a, like, we can work on being more happy. Absolutely. You know, and I think some, I've heard people say, like, well, God doesn't care about your happiness. Have you ever heard anyone say that? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've heard that too. And I understand what they're saying. Like, there is suffering to be expected as a saint of God. And I think that's an important thing for us to talk about. Like, we are pastors, and so our lens will always be through God's word, through what Jesus did on the cross. Um. But I've heard people say that, and I'm like, but then they say life is a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just kind of this weird mm-hmm. balance, this dichotomy of happiness versus suffering. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, do you have anything to add? Or even joy. You know, yes. I think joy and happiness are a bit different, even if you kind of break that down and go joy. I see joy as more of a choice, even, of the way that you see life and seeing life as a gift and enjoying it. And I think God enjoys watching us enjoy what he created, you know, the life Mm -hmm. that he gifted us with. I think he enjoys watching us live it out and enjoy it, um, especially in times of celebration. Within his parameters. Absolutely. (laughs) Freedom within boundaries. Boundaries are healthy. Boundaries are love. They are love. Love in the boundaries. So, so yeah, agreed. I think, I think God does enjoy watching us be happy, be joyful enjoy the life that he's given us because it truly is a gift and I agree with that so yeah yeah. and I've I've even preached like that joy goes so deep you can can you can still maintain and possess your joy in the midst of grief because it's connected to hope yes right like it's connected to the hope in what Christ did Mm -hmm. because I have hope in a resurrection because I have hope in life and in healing and in a deliverer that even in my grief, there's a deep, that, that song, right? Um, the joy, joy down in, down my, in my heart. heart. There yes. we go. I was like, I did not grow up in the church, so I'm stretching. <laughs> yes, but you got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good stuff. Um, one of There's just a myriad of topics I would love to chat with you, and I feel like we've chatted about a lot of them mm-hmm. over Numerous cups of coffee. Like right now, I'm a little disappointed that we just have water. I'm like, this is so (laughs) This seems wrong. It seems wrong that we just have water. We will change that for the next podcast. And I'm sure you'll see a difference when we're we're caffeinated. (laughs) Yeah. Actually. For better or worse. We should have just done that. We should have. Yeah. That that was a mess. You'll love this. Actually, we're having a women's thing here in April at Life Church Noblesville, by the way. And uh, I'm doing a session called Coffee with the King. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's so good. I think coffee, I think Jesus loves coffee. I completely agree. (laughs) 100% Jesus is a coffee lover. I agree. When we were talking about names for the podcast at home, my husband was helping me and Mm -hmm. (laughs) my son. And we were like, what if Jesus is your life coach? (laughs) Like, I feel like that's just a little presumptuous. Yeah. To put Jesus as a life coach. Yeah. However, his word. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, 
I, you know, we talked a little bit, I mentioned Enneagram mm. and I think, uh, Enneagram is probably going to come up in our next episode a little bit. We've got, uh, Pastor Nathan, Pastor Micah from Life Church joining us. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited to sit back and watch your Enneagram numbers gel. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Enneagram is a personality profile assessment. It's sort of, um, I don't know, pop. It's popular mm-hmm. in the psych world or in, I don't know, if it's, um, how would you describe its uh, fame? Mm. Yeah, I think it, it's a very, it's it's become a very familiar tool okay. for a lot of people. Let's say that. So, because it's not always within the realm of a professional nope. session. There's yep. books and people are consuming it and yes. talking it. Yes. <laughs> sometimes not rightly. Yes. But they're still they are. engaged in it. So, um, Enneagram. We'll probably talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Uh, one of the things that's that I'm super passionate about personally, and I think you are too, is the whole. Um, deconstruction mm. um trend mm-hmm. that's out there and yep. i think that's where like we're our podcast shooting straight mm-hmm. it kind of needs a little bit of that mm-hmm. you know that uh the exploration of your faith yep um yet there's still an absolute truth right and why that's going all wonky right right absolutely <laughs> absolutely and again our goal is to be salt and light is mm-hmm. to bring hope through whatever we say. And so, for sure, trying to help any way we can through this podcast. The interesting thing about that is you put salt on a wound. Right. And it can be good for it, but it hurts. Oh, yeah. It hurts. So bad. So bad. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't. I know. That, I was like. Just couldn't let that go. Uh-huh. It yep. hurts so, so bad. bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or so good. It hurts. If John Mellencamp. Right. Was, I know. Yeah. Was he John Cougar back in that day? Oh, maybe. I think it was John Cougar and then John Cougar Mellencamp. And then later. I'm realizing how old I am now that you say all those names. And I have no <laughs> idea know. what year any of that. Yeah, We don't need to talk about that. No. They, they can just guess by our voice. True. Just let them <laughs> figure that out. So what are some other things that you feel like we should be talking about that need a little dose of salt? Um, I think, oh gosh, there's so many things. There's so many things that are swirling around in our culture, in our life. And I know one of my desires, I think it is for you as well, is to understand no matter what topic we choose, what the Bible says about it. Mm -hmm. Because I think it is unfortunately so easy to listen to the media and listen to the news and listen to lots of voices um, that are readily available and willing to give you all the ideas and, um, ideologies that they think that you should have. And it is more work, I think, to dig into the word, um, because it can be confusing at times and it is a big book and there are lots of stories and directions that it goes and you may not, may not be totally clear to you when you read it. And so it takes effort to yeah. do that instead of just ingesting what's easily easily understandable, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I guess one of my thoughts, again, no matter what the topic, is just encouraging people to think it through. Yes. <laughs> not necessarily feel it through, but think it through mm-hmm. and use God's word as a baseline and a starting place um, 
because it's so easy to bypass first things first. Mm-hmm. And the Bible is the first things first. And mm-hmm. if we bypass it, then we can go down a road and not even realize that we've gotten a little lost. Yeah. And so. And I think one of the things that adds to that is technology. Yeah. As much as I love it, mm-hmm. like as a pastor, I mean, you can, you know, find information, rele- you know, that's relevant to the scripture you're preaching on or whatever. But you know, there was a day it was just your concordance mm-hmm. in the back of your Bible and right. then commentaries and books and whatever right. you could find. But now everyone's Googling everything and there's a gazillion podcasts on everything. I I, I just, finding truth, right? It's got to be so much more difficult mm-hmm. because you can hear one person teaching, you know, well, God is in evolution. Someone's saying, no, it's creation only. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I think... We probably, I don't see us digging into all of that kind of stuff, those open-handed issues, mm-hmm. right, that we have. I was listening to um, The Elephant Room, mm. uh, that podcast, I think I told you about it. Um, just a group of pastors really digging into stuff. And I love the way um, they explained that you have national issues mm. and you have state issues. And national issues are those unchangeable everyone's on the same page. Like if you're a Christian, you automatically believe these things, right? Mm-hmm. That Jesus was born a virgin, that mm-hmm. he walked the earth, he was mm-hmm. crucified, resurrected, ascended to heaven, sent the Holy Spirit. Like, um, but then the state things, isn't it funny? Like everyone loves to argue on the state issues mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and forget about the national ones. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good. It's like, that's a good lens for finding your truth or those national, like, what does God's word say? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that dealing with deconstruction has been, you know, it's just really, it's sort of a hot topic right now because you've got um, these famous Christian leaders who are deciding to deconstruct and walk away from faith entirely. Mm-hmm. And I thank God there are some really brave uh, soldiers out there who are tackling that stuff. John Cooper, Lisa Childers, like mm-hmm. there are people out there who are being really strong voices mm-hmm. to just kind of expose that, like mm-hmm. what the enemy's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about spending more time on that particular topic. I think digging into Enneagram stuff is mm-hmm. going to be super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, and maybe we can get back to this as we wrap this one up, um, just kind of helping people gauge like when your life issues, because ultimately we both are passionate about helping people live their fullest life in Christ, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's what gets us going is that not only that you have a full life, but it's Mm -hmm. in line with the one who made you. Yes. Um, and you know, I think about purpose and how your um, talent and the challenge and your passion all line up at one time in that sweet spot of yeah. finding your purpose. And so I think as we get into that, one of the things as we, we opened up with the difference between life coaching and therapy, I kind of want to come back around to that for this first episode, which is... Um, when do you determine what you need? Like, mm-hmm. when am I like, oh, I think I need therapy, or oh, maybe I just need a life coach. Mm-hmm. Like, what would you say is 
the barometer of, or how you do, how do you go about figuring that out? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I always recommend, excuse me, um, for people to, if they're exploring different options like that, it is always appropriate to contact someone in one of those disciplines and ask for a consultation. And so I just say off the bat, because some people just don't know that. It's like anybody um, who is kind of worth their weight in any of these disciplines should be willing to give you 15, 20 minutes just to kind of talk through your situation and, you know, do an initial assessment to say this way or that way. So I just encourage people to do that. But kind of like what I spoke about before regarding counseling, if you're looking at things that are very deep wounds that maybe happened for long periods of time that happened again in the past that you're going to be digging in and revisiting, um, that are affecting really your activities of daily living. So it's, it's interrupting you. It's getting in the way of you functioning at the level that you want to, uh, just at a basic level, emotionally, physically, mentally. Yeah. That's where I would seek counseling because it's inhibiting you from really just stability, just everyday stability. Yeah. And then when I look at coaching, coaching is more, you're stable, like you're plugging along and life is good. I and love that you're looking at me <laughs> as you're saying that. Like, yes, totally you stable. are stable. I'm like, okay, Tina. that's one vote for there you go. Tina stability. Tina stable, by the way, <laughs> side note. Um, but there may be some specific things in your life or a very specific goal that you really want to go after mm-hmm. in a three to six month period of time. So it's a very distinct period of time, typically, where you're looking at very specific goals of, I'm here, I want to get here. And let's put a plan together, and then we're going to meet maybe every two or three weeks and revisit those goals and action steps and barriers and where you're getting stuck Mm -hmm. to continue to push you, just like a coach would in a sport even, to encourage you, push you, give you tips, um, suggestions, ask really great questions. That's a lot of what coaching is, is asking probing questions and helping people um, have fresh thinking and fresh approaches to the way that they're looking at whatever the challenge is. Because oftentimes, high-functioning people, even, you know, even if they're stable, are using the same tool bag to draw from. And they maybe have pulled all the tools out of the bag, and then they realize, I don't have any additional tools or new tools to use. And so I need to develop some new strength and some new muscles or different approaches. And so that's where a life coach can come in and help just challenge them to think differently. Yeah. So. I remember uh, learning in school, a big distinction was in counseling, the therapist is really kind of driving mm-hmm. the sessions and what's happening. And life coaching, it's really client driven. Yes. Like absolutely. based on... Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good indicator. Mm-hmm. Um, does it go the same way with life coaching typically that there's like a free consult, like you can get mm-hmm. one that's kind of a consultation to mm-hmm. figure out? Because I think as you were talking about doing that with a therapist, I was like, one of the questions people ask all the time is like, how do I find a therapist with a biblical worldview? Right. And that can be hard mm-hmm. because sometimes, you know, they're trying to be marketable to the world, right? Yes. So they might not advertise that they're a Christian counselor. Right. Um, and so that consultation visit is, that interview can go both ways. Yes. Oh, and it should. Mm-hmm. And it should. You'd be, come prepared to ask all the questions as far as what type of counseling or what you want integrated in your counseling, right? Mm-hmm. And if biblical integration is a top priority for you, definitely, you know, ask the counselor if they have the interest and capability and experience with doing that, because that, you know, can be a a very different experience. Right. For sure. Right. But no matter what, 
you want someone who's going to shoot straight. Absolutely. Right. Straight shooters. Straight shooters. We believe in that. <laughs> Truth and love. There you go. <laughs> hey, everyone. It has been a great time here on Shooting Straight Podcast with Tina and Wendy. We hope you have a great week. We hope that you chase God, chase truth, and when it hurts, it's all right. It's probably for your better, right? (laughs) Hey guys, we believe in truth even when it hurts. Thanks so much for joining us on the Shooting Straight Podcast.